Hey guys, welcome back to the Intentional Queen podcast where you're on a journey to restoration. We're empowering women to be their authentic self and go through self-love and healing. Oh my gosh, guys, I am so glad to be back with you. We are now recording. It's June and uh, we can get ready for summer and I'm excited for this. I'm finally getting a little vacation, y'all. I'm so happy about like, so happy. This mom over here definitely was ready for a nice vacation. So now I'm back, I'm rejuvenated, and I'm ready to go ahead and give y'all some good wisdom nuggets. It's not going to be too long. Hopefully you guys have been tuned in for the last series, which was She Believed She Could, So She Did. Mindset Shifts with Whitney Morgan. She did that. It was a two-part series. We were shotting out the single moms. We were talking about healthy relationships. We was talking about business tips because she's definitely doing things over there at When Women Speak. She gave some wisdom nuggets that I even put a little clip up on my Instagram. So make sure you guys slide over and follow me at Intentional Queen Journey. We love to have you. And I like that you guys are definitely snapshotting that you're listening to the podcast. I love it. I love it. I love it. If you have ever snapshot to listen to the podcast, you are in my story. So I always try to shout you guys out. Let's move into what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the struggle is real. And the struggle is real when you're dealing with a few things like your ego, like decreasing offense and talking about relationships. And I feel like since relationships has been our little mojo right now, I'm going to just go ahead and dig in a little bit. Okay. So I was up there watching this video that came through my Facebook feed by, um, I think he's a pastor, Stephen Furtick, and he called it is the devil messing up your relationships? But really what he was trying to talk about is your level of offense. In my previous episodes, I probably in a couple of my beginnings, and even when I was on my friend Latorsha's podcast, she asked me about offenses. She was going through a relationship with a friend and she really wished that things were in a better place. I've learned by me going through my own level of offenses and figuring out what I'm missing in that picture. So sometimes your level of offense can cause you and your ego to get out of control where they can't even reel you back in. And like I said, that's when you be like, girl, you want go or girl, you want 10 or girl, you ready to come for people that didn't send for you. Cause let me tell you, I'm all nice until you try to come send for me. And I didn't send for you. Like I'm ready to come full throttle back, not to harm you, but I don't like when people lie on me or slander me, you be ready to go back. So let's talk about what the definition of an ego is. Okay. The ego is a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. So so that's the trigger in you that when you feel like they coming for your ego, you act out of a way that's in protective mode. But the reason is, what are you protecting? You're protecting because you feel offended by something. But the question you have to ask yourself is, is it really a valid offense or should you even be offended? Can you dust that? Can you dust your shirt off? Because it's not even meant for you to even hold on to that dust. You're just supposed to shake it off and keep it moving to the next situation. I say that because in relationships, it starts off with a little thing. And like I said, in that Stephen um, Furtick video, he talks about it starts off with a little offense and it gets worse and it gets worse. And sometimes it can cause family division. And when it even gets that deep, you have to ask yourself, is it even worth it? Can you come to a resolution? Can this get to a neutral party? But the question you also have to ask yourself is, you can't control someone else's behavior, but you can uh, control your response 
to when you feel triggered. That's why I talk about triggers and boundaries all the time on the podcast, because listen, gaslighting is real. Y'all gonna have to Google that. But gaslighting is when somebody throws some kerosene on you, okay? Basically saying to you, I know this will trigger you and piss you off, so I'm gonna do it. So then when you respond, then they're like, oh no, (laughs) see how she be out there? See how she do? It's just to get a reaction, to get an uproar from you. So your role is to temper yourself and understand that you can only control your reactions to what's going on in the streets. And so in the Bible, you know, it's always talking about the power of the tongue and the power of the tongue is basically knowing when to speak, when not to speak, how to respond, how to navigate. And once I kind of got a little better with that, it like saved me because people be coming. Okay. And I used to be on go, like you come for me. I didn't send for you. I'm ready to come ready. Now I realize that they come for me. And even though I didn't send back, I knew I was in a place of healing because I didn't need to retaliate or I didn't need to come for them like they coming for me. Because at the end of the day, God's your vindicator and God always show up and he show out. And when you walk and you stay in a place of peace and you stay in a place of love, you'll be surprised how God come through and make things all right for you. Think about the kids. When kids are watching you, they can mimic you. They are watching you. You're supposed to train them up in the way they should go. And so as a mom, I really have gotten better with controlling my own emotions when I'm dealing with him and when I'm dealing with others because he's mimicking. And what you can do is you can start to notice that your kids will mimic and respond like you respond to them. And sometimes things don't even need to be as deep as they gotten, but that little root, that little tear seed that they say in the Bible, the, the tear, like it can just fester. And then you can pre- prevent your harvest. And we all out here trying to shine. So for me, I started to let go of um, the bad seed, the, the the bitterness, the resentment, the, you know, feel like I see the gas lighting. Uh-uh, I ain't got time. I'm going to be over here focusing on my peace because it's nothing like a level of peace. People ask me a couple questions like, girl, you look so much happier. Like you look like you didn't age back five years because I look like I had age forward five years. And the best thing I could say is I was in a better place of peace and I created such better boundaries because I would be upset when people would come back over them. I would be triggered. I would be offended because I'm like, I gave you a boundary. Why, why are you still crossing me? Why are you still testing me? And the reality is people going to test you, but they also seeing how you're going to respond. So all you got to do is start working on your response to things because everything does not deserve a response. Sometimes a response is silence. Sometimes a response is no. No is a complete sentence. Janine, can you? No, I cannot. Not, you got to go through a whole slew of things. No. If you feel like you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it, then don't do it. If it's something that's mandatory, that's different. But if it's something you have an option um, and you don't want to do it, Say no, because see, this is where that offense gets in, right? Because when you look back at certain situations, you might have said yes to some things that you probably wanted to say no, but you didn't choose yourself. You choose, oh, I'm going to support them and I'm going to do this for them, right? Listen to what I said. Do that for them. No, you didn't do it for you. So you salty now because when they respond and act out of character, you like, whoa, 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 whoa. I did X, Y, and Z for you. And they like, well, you didn't have to. And the reality is they didn't 
but you did it from a place of love. You did it from a place of, I want to support you. And sometimes that's even your family. So what I'm saying to you is understand that when you make maneuvers, whether they be boundaries or triggers, that you do things that you want to do and start choosing them because you want to do them. Because the goal is you want to keep a positive mindset. You're trying to move forward. You don't got time to be dealing with no turtles. You a giraffe out there in the streets. Go back and listen to the trust the process episode. You are a giraffe and you need to understand that how you behave shows up in other ways. So you got to heal all that up and let that offense go. Dust your shoulder off and start learning some key boundaries and in holding people accountable to the boundary. OK, because we'll make them and then we'll be like, well, you know, it's all right. Well, this time and then you get resentful and then that's when things get a little hectic. Then you add no more offenses and, and all that. And it's like, listen, if you would have nipped that thing in the bud back then, if you would have said no and chose yourself, maybe you wouldn't be ready to be on 10 when you feel offended. You have to say no. Choose yourself more because what you'll learn is people have different lanes. Like I grew up in the code, like the code is this, you stay in your lane, I stay in mine. If you my family, you this. And, and if you this, you that. Like we had a code. And what I be learning is people be living by a different code. You be on page one, they be on page 10. Y'all ain't even on the same page. And then you offended when you feel like they done violated the code. And the reality is they ain't got to follow your code, girl. Okay. So are you following your own code? Meaning like, are you choosing you? So once I started choosing me out there, y'all, it it hard nose, no, uh, maybe, or I'll think about it or silence because gaslighting is real. And people just really don't understand when people had a gaslighting tendency and they coming for you, you got to be ready to respond. And when God is doing something in you, when you birthing your vision, because like I said, I'm out here birthing, okay? I'm in labor. And when you in labor, You ain't got time for the distractions. You need to stay focused and you want to create healthy relationships and they can be had. But you have to make sure that you know what you want. You know what triggers you and stay away from it, because if you continue to be in those triggered moments and those triggered things, you know, it can bring you out of pocket. So I try if at all costs, if I can, to avoid my triggers. I pray to God that when those things pop up, I'd be like, God, just control my mouth or God, just control this. Because sometimes it don't even be family or friends. It could be a work, a coworker. Okay. Like I went through this thing when I was pregnant. I had this one coworker and she was like, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm trying to find the right words because we intentional queen journey. Like she was coming for me and I wasn't sending for her and I was pregnant. So I was like being more cautious and I already told you about how my beginnings of my pregnancy was. So I was like middle of the end um, when she really started acting a fool. But my response to her is I had to temper my ego. I had to control my tongue. I had to control my emotions and I had to be mindful of the gaslighting situations. But the reason why I bring this coworker up is God is funny. I mean, listen, two snaps for God. I had my baby. I came back and then this lady needed my help through a situation. She came whining on my shoulder about some issues she was having with another coworker. And I was like, oh, that's odd because I forgave you. And remember what you did to me back then? Well, you know, and then people start backtracking. So people get amnesia and, you know, having a brain that's like an elephant in a memory 
that I, I think I struggle with offenses because my memory be long. Okay. I remember what I felt. I remember where you were standing. I remember what it looked like outside. I remember what I was wearing. I remember the energy you gave me. Like, listen, I'm going to run it all down. And when people be like, oh, no, that didn't happen. You be like, pause. Yes, it did. Because it was at this time. It was there. Like, people know me. I'm going to run it back. And when I run it back, it might not even be one encounter. I'm going to hit you with all four encounters that led up to why I'm now speaking out. That is the problem of having walls instead of gates. And you have to get to a place in relationships that you can have gates with people, you can have boundaries with people, you can identify your triggers. But remember, it all starts with your thoughts about it. So when I get around situations or people that trigger me, I temper in my thoughts because I know my emotions and my reactions are soon to follow. And so if you start getting in a mindset shift of how you're going to deal with things and how you're going to decrease your level of offense and how you can control your mouth and how you can just flow. Because when I realized that I could flow in a better space and I realized why, why I was being so upset. Like, why was I being so triggered? And the reality was like, Janine, you wasn't choosing you. So girl, is you choosing you? Are you moving from a place of always being there for somebody else? That's why we talk about self-care with my girl, Latorsha, when spring started. Like, it's not selfish. Sometimes people feel bad taking care of their self or saying no because they feel like it's being selfish. There are moments where you do have to choose yourself because at the end of the day, you can't pour from an empty cup. You no good to nobody if you're not good to yourself. And COVID taught me more than anything. Life is too short. I lost someone who was the same age as me. That was my sister cousin. And like, she don't have a second chance to, to redo some of her life things. And that's why I tell people like, it is so important that you take care of you. But I also want you to understand, I want you to embrace where you are in your journey. Do self-reflection. Sit on that. Uh, I want to say it's in James verse two through four, um, the book of James, where it talks about being perfect. And we're never perfect. I used to strive for perfection, but I feel like you want wholeness, integrity, and wisdom. Like have a new perspective on how you navigate. I didn't really have big tips more than I wanted to share that decreasing your level of offense and tapping into that ego of what's driving you and dealing with that, it's going to help you as you flourish into new things. And so for me, like that helped me. Like once I started realizing why I was being upset, I was upset because I wasn't choosing me. Once I started saying, girl, choose you um, or do it because you want to. I lived in a better space. That's where I started with my thoughts. And now I'm so much happier because I'm choosing me. And you know what ego flight system you in? You really get to a place where you like, okay, God, this is you checking as you're maneuvering into new situations that you realize what you're going to do, what you're not going to do, what you learned from what you went through, because it's a whole new beast over here. OK, when you flourishing out here, it is totally different. So I just want you guys to marinate on what we've been doing on the podcast. Know that we got some more bomb queens that I did some interviews with. And I know y'all been wanting my brother to come back. So me and him been chatting. So at some point we going to hear Mr. Rob come back and hit us with some more wisdom nuggets too. Because I know y'all like to hear him come through. And make sure you guys are just like being your best self. You know what I mean? And be authentically you. Because when you choose you, when you be you, like 
you'll see how beautiful it is to just be peaceful. And when I had them shackles broken for me back in November, it was like the gates opened up, things were so much better, and I was able to live a life that I had not seen <laughs> in years, you know, and it starts within you. And when you really start seeing what you love and who loves you and who's down for you and who's your tribe, yo. And when you feel watered, y'all, like when you feel watered, I'm like smiling right now. Y'all probably can hear it through the podcast mic. I am smiling because I have never felt this love that I feel now ever. I mean, I know my parents and my 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 siblings love me, but I'm talking about this different type love that like radiates through me, that people can see that I'm a light. And never downplay your light because it offends somebody else. That's another thing with offenses. Don't dim your light because somebody doesn't like that you're shining bright. I used to be in situations where I didn't want to shine better than them because I didn't want to feel like I was looking better than them because I wasn't. I always wanted to feel like we're equal. I don't want to feel that way. But the reality is you are who you are and God made you in his likeness and his wholeness. And so if you shine it bright like a diamond, y'all shine. Don't dim your light because somebody don't like it. God's got his hand on you. And I'm just telling you, I'm just out here smiling. I just want you guys to just stay leveled up. Thanks for listening. Email me at intentionalqueenjourney at gmail.com. DM me your likes uh, at intentionalqueenjourney on Instagram. Come back and see me in two weeks. Snapshot you listening to the podcast. Rate and review. We on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're pretty much on every streaming site right now. And um, I see you in two weeks, guys. Bye-bye. 